Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. Good evening, Andy. There's a little Bill Walton in there. Yeah. A little Bill Walton, a little Count, <laughs> a little Sesame Street. Good evening. Did you watch Sesame Vincent Price? Did you watch Sesame Street growing up? I mean, I think everybody watched Sesame Street growing up, right? Isn't that like the yeah. go-to? At what age? Nowadays, kids, like, there's the apps, the Disney app, the... Fucking Rugrats app, the SpongeBob app. I'm assuming these guys grew up on SpongeBob. That's why every meme on the internet that has happened in the last five years is SpongeBob related. It's funny because you bring up SpongeBob and we're talking Sesame Street. I was going to say, what age did you realize Bert and Ernie were gay? Bert and Ernie are gay? Yeah, they're totally gay. I'm not sure that that's true. They're totally gay. No, no men that old still live together. And uh, Sesame Street has touched on a lot of social issues. If Bert and Ernie were gay, they'd be out by now. Just like SpongeBob was supposedly gay. Do you know about this? I don't know anything about SpongeBob. Like the, like uh, the, except what I've been able to piece together through memes. So apparently, there's two restaurants. One's good. One's not good. Crusty, I know that. The Krusty Krab. <laughs> I don't know. You're not familiar with the Krusty Krab? No. I Isn't that don't what it's called, the Krusty Krab? I know nothing. Yeah? I know nothing. Well, see, I One mean, of them gets very angry, or is that Arthur? <laughs> that's that's Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I nannied, so he watched SpongeBob. Yeah. So I actually ended up watching a lot of SpongeBob. Cool story, bro. <laughs> There's no story behind it. But when I was in college... The what was not even a term then, the alt right, the crazy Christian conservative alt right. Used to be called uh, Tea Party? No, it was just. For, uh, oh, you mean just like evangelical Christians? Yeah, evangelical Christians. Yeah. The one dude, I forget who it was, but started, I want to say, a rumor or a theory that SpongeBob was gay. And that was like hot news when I and was they in college. started boycotting it? Yeah, I mean, come on. There's always something stupid right. going on. What a. What a. You know. I've heard that people will stop, uh, are no longer putting SpongeBob on cakes uh, or Bert and Ernie. And that, that, neither of them can be on cakes. Why do people care? You, you know, it's funny you bring up the cake. Also, I tried to get a cake with Nick Swartzen on it. Nothing. Guy was like, I absolutely refuse. <laughs> if you owned a cake shop, by the way, do you not want to make money? If a gay couple comes in and says, bake me a cake, I'd be like, cool, that's money. Can you imagine being the guy who's like, I don't do shit for gay people. I'm a baker. <laughs> like, what, the, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Let's just all let's just all say what's going on here. You've been persecuted your whole life for yeah. probably being gay. Yeah. Now you're taking it out on actual gay people. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. My brother told me, you know, because my one brother who's in the bar business. Oh, what's that? What's that? You want me to decorate your cake with My Little Ponies? You got it. This is a cake shop after all. It's Pink Ponies coming up. No gay shit, though. Yeah, that's a great point. Is there anything gayer than a guy who bakes cakes? <laughs> like, I couldn't think of anything gayer than a guy who bakes cakes. And, and some of these bakers have issues with giving cakes for two guys getting married. Yeah. It's, it's unreal. 
But I was going to say my brother, you know, who's in the bar business, always says, if you want to make a lot of money, you own the bar business. And this is no surprise either. You do a gay night. Or own a gay bar. Yeah. Because who likes to drink? Dudes. Who likes to drink even more and party? Gay dudes. Yeah. Boom. There's our next 30 sports business venture. We're opening a gay bar. And we're selling cakes out of the back. Yeah. We'll put anything you want on it. You want a dick on it? You got it. And we're going to call it Sir Harambe. You, you, remember, <laughs> you remember the Carvel cake that they... Did you guys have Carvel in Cincinnati? I don't know. Carvel is like an East... I think it's the East Coast ice cream company, but they had one cake that was... We have graters. That's all everybody was, talks uh, about. was one cake, and it was the same shape, but it could be twisted and made in different things. So it was Fudgy the Whale... But when it was turned sideways, it could be decorated to look like Santa's head. Okay. And then it could be turned the other way, and it looked like a, a turkey for Thanksgiving. But yeah. it was one shape, Fudgy the Whale. Our cake shop's going to sell Fudge Packer the Whale. Yes. You know what I mean? Just a gay, just a gay whale. <laughs> just a gay whale. I love this idea. Do you like my title, Sir, or my Sir Harambe? Cause no, I think the Harambe thing is absurd. The but gorilla sir- had a kid. They had to shoot him. <laughs> like, I mean, what? We're not we're not choosing humans over gorillas anymore. Since when? No, but he's sir because he's gay. He wear he wear he wears yeah. a crown. Yeah, I gotcha. You know, it's welcome to Sir Harambe's. Okay, <laughs> I got it all figured out. No, nothing. Okay. You really? I mean, I've never seen somebody take uh, like a the, like a thing like Harambe, just like a moment in time, and run with it so hard. You got to give me credit, dude. <laughs> You have to give me no seriously, Brandon. You have to give me some credit for my persistence with this and refusing to give up. That way, when somebody's like, "Oh, Harambe jokes," so 2016, I'm like, "Well, I have two pictures of him hanging in my apartment, so uh, I'm still doing it. Still doing it, you know." Yeah, I have a jersey. But the dirtball slid into my DMs today, He's sending me a Harambe like, shirt. I, I, like, I'm surprised that there's not like more meme related culture on the walls. Like, can't believe you don't have a a crying Jordan fathead. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good addition. Yeah. That'd be a good addition to the... Uh, Let's get the old Wings poster. Remember the Jordan Wings? Of course. Yeah, we'll get him with him crying on it. Yeah. Can somebody make us a crying Jordan Wings poster? Well, we still need to hang Centaur Joe Prano. Yeah. Which, by the way, do not think, Charlie and Jesse, do not think we have forgotten, fellas. Like, that is on the to-do list. Never forget. Yeah. It's on the to-do list. <laughs> it's going to happen this weekend. Anyway, you want to you want to get to some NBA Finals talk? Sure. I, th- I thought we might leave with the NHL Finals, but okay, NBA, let's do it. Well, NHL Finals update: the Washington Capitals three, the the Vegas Golden Knights one, and it comes back to Vegas next, right? Correct. I'm predicting a Vegas all the way back. A three-one. Th- I'm predicting the three-one comeback. Really? Yeah, because everybody's like off the Ovechkin is a choker thing, and. I don't even know about hockey, so I just knew that was a thing for a while. It's like SpongeBob. I have no idea. I'm like, why is Ovechkin a choker? Because he didn't win? That's weird. Um, By the way, when you said that, Alexis instantly just threw her coffee at the wall. <laughs> no, I'm going for it. I'm going like, just when you think like this, you know, the take is dead. He's, they're going to come all the way back. And then they're going to be like, what happened to Ovechkin? And this guy's going to be like, what the fuck? I made the finals. How is this my fault? Yeah. I don't Speaking have of LeBron James. All right, let's get to it. Yeah. Game three just ended. The Cavs are now down 0-3. And we got into it. Let's, we, you and I got into it before the show even started. Well, yeah. 
I because I, you went full Bayless on me. I did not go full Skip Bayless. You said you said LeBron James didn't have his best game. I did, and I stand by it. Which is true. Technically, he didn't have his best game. He did have a thirty-point triple double, though, which is by most people's standards a exceptional game. I wonder how many thirty-point triple doubles there are in the history of the NBA Finals. Do you think there's more than twenty? I don't know, Joe, but this is what I said to you, and I'll say it again on air. LeBron James has to have a nearly perfect or flawless game for the Cavs to win. Yeah. Agree or disagree? Sure. So tonight... Well, that has more to do with the Warriors than it does with LeBron James. Okay, well, well, while he did have 33-11-10, again, a triple-double... Not taking it. I'm, look, I'm not. I'm not. You know how I feel about LeBron right. at this point. He didn't do it on forty point. He didn't do it on forty shots. He did. How many shots did he take? Twenty eight. Yeah. So he's 13, thirteen or twenty eight. So he's basically shot fifty percent. But this is my point. This is my point about the Cavs and about LeBron. It doesn't take anything away from how great he is. My point was that he missed three or four layups throughout the game. He just can't have that. He just can't have that happen because the the, the margin for error is so small for Cleveland. It, it, we we right. agree, right? It's so small because he is taking garbage men and plumbers to the finals, essentially. So my point is, he just can't have that happen. But and it's I I actually tweeted about it during the game because in the first half, do you know how many free throws the Cleveland Cavaliers shot? None, zero. LeBron James. Went to the basket numerous times throughout the game. He didn't get a single call. And I, we talked about this last episode. People have to choose. Do you want flopping LeBron? Or do you want, like, this... Everybody, the the Steph Curry jumping, and then, like, he's shot out by the three-point line. Like, he went to the basket, didn't get any fouls called on him, and then he's looking at the refs and like Brant Tobler was like, how come LeBron's always doing this? I'm like, because he's getting fouled every time he goes. But they all do it. By the way, that's something I want to talk about, right. too. But, but my point is the NBA flopping is an actual issue. It's an actual issue. Agreed. I blame the Europeans mostly for bringing it over. Agreed. But also there's the like the, the drawing of fouls on the jump shots. Flopping is an actual issue. LeBron James did not flop tonight. And he does not get calls when he does not flop. He didn't go to the free throw line. And it's like what what makes LeBron go like that when he's shooting a layup is a is far uh, is a far more severe foul than one that just makes him miss a layup. Like getting touched on the arm will make you miss a layup. Fine. But LeBron missed. I saw him miss one actual plain old layup. I saw him miss two in the first half. But my point is this. He makes those two. This is why I'm saying he has to play. I'm not putting this on him. I'm just stating what I think, that he has to play. But then you also said he got outplayed by Kevin Durant. I think he did get outplayed by Kevin Durant. Well, statistically, he got outplayed by Kevin Durant in points only. Kevin Durant had a phenomenal game tonight. Right, but this is the the issue is exactly what I've said the whole time. It's one person versus a team with four all-stars, you know, a relatively good bench. A fairly good coach. They're the they're the best talent that's ever been put together. LeBron James is getting double teamed when he goes to the basket. He's getting 
you know, fouled when he goes to the basket. He's also feeding guys like how many open shots is J.R. Smith going to miss? Is Kyle Korver going to miss? Like, it's one of those things where you watch it. It's not a coincidence that Steph has a crazy good game, then KD has a crazy good game. It's like, how do you... So, last game, Steph hit nine threes. He hit five in the fourth quarter alone. Then they come out tonight, right? Yeah. So, when you when you have that game, you've got to come out. you go, guys, we're not going to win if Steph Curry's making five threes in a quarter and nine in a game. So, how did Steph Curry do tonight? Played awful. And now the other fucking former MVP winner had a great game. Who saw that coming? Like, they're very, very talented. Kevin Durant is the second best player in basketball. We all know this, but but, but I don't get what you're not understanding. What all I'm saying is, especially on, like, those two layups, let's say, from what I saw, two layups, LeBron just point-blank missed. Van Gundy even talked about it on the broadcast of the game where he was not fouled. My point is, if he makes those two, if there's those four points, the game's completely different. Because Kevin Durant... Yeah, and if they, shoot free, if they shoot four free throws in the first half, the game's completely different. Because Kevin Durant Correct? comes... To, well, look, dude, here's my opinion on the whining. I'm sick of all these fucking guys whining. They all do it. Draymond, yep. LeBron, I'm, I'm sick of it in general. The, the NBA, they look at the ref, and I'm sick, and I'm and I bitched about this during the NFL season with DBs and wide receivers. It's the same fucking shit. Stop looking at the refs every single time. They all do it, all of them, and I'm getting sick of it. They they should be fined. You want to do something? Be fined. and then give it to charity or some shit. I, sure. I'm just I'm sick of it, dude. I mean Draymond Green. Well, Draymond Green's uh uh. He's out of control. He, he may be a socio- sociopath. He's certainly a lunatic. He's kind of an asshole. I he's like he's a shitbag to watch because he complains about every fucking call. Then they show the replay, and his former coach is going, "I don't know what he's talking about." Tons of contact on that play. It's like every time he bitches, it's something. He's trash talking guys. He's the guy in a fucking bar fight with three guys on the football team in college and he's in the background going like I'll fight anybody it's like yeah you're here with fucking three football players dude you're like the best thing that can happen for the Cleveland Cavaliers the only way the Cleveland Cavaliers have a chance in some of these games is if Draymond Green shoots the ball you're not good okay your sole job is to be an asshole out there and all you do is talk shit because you're on the best team it's great to. It's easy to talk shit when you're on the best team. Well, I made a, a tweet joke that he could fuck a ref's wife and he wouldn't be kicked out of well, the game. Can, no, no, but hold on. But everybody came at me with the LeBron angle. LeBron bitches and whines too, and I get annoyed with that too. But but I want everybody listening to think about this. There's a huge difference between like LeBron or Steph or some of these guys. Want Draymond Green turns into a theater actor. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he also, it, it's he's like, so dramatic. Also, the best thing that can ever happen to Draymond Green is that technical, the double technical, I guess, with Tristan Thompson, because they're not going to throw him out of the game. So now, after a foul call where he blatantly fouled somebody, where his former coach said tons of contact on this play, he stomped from the baseline to half court, yes. saying "motherfucker" over and over and over again, and and didn't get a second technical. So it's like, but that's what I'm saying. Where where is? Where is the line with him? This, this this is so out of control with him. And dude, even if you're a Warriors fan, you have to see this. Did you see Channing Fry's tweet? I have to read Channing Fry's tweet. I thought it was yeah, amazing. Yeah. He said, "I cannot wait to start off the year yelling at the refs like a hobo on bath salts." 
So when I get to the playoffs, they say, oh, it's just Channing. Yeah. So obviously he's mocking Draymond because it's oh, – and the announcers even said that. Dude, Van Gundy was even saying that. You, you can't just get away with, oh, it's just Draymond being Draymond. No, he's a fucking dick. But they're all – that's – I mean, look, I know we have Trevor here. Trevor's a big Warriors fan, and he's like – you know, somebody said before, it's not fun. He's like, it's fun for Warriors fans. It's like there's a small subsection of the population and everybody else is like, this is stupid because one guy's a fuck. Like, Clay's the only guy I like on the goddamn Warriors because Clay's just like, hey, man, I'm here to play basketball and smoke a lot of pot and, you know, literally not have anybody talk to me because KD's fucking got, got fake Twitter accounts so that he can do whatever and he can have his moment where he's fucking going ISO and getting his 40 and Steph's doing his thing and throwing his fucking mouth guard at the referees and making shots at the end of shot clock and Draymond's getting into fights with people. It's like, yeah, you guys have a fucking... You have a super deep roster, and so everybody can act in their like in their own asshole way, and they can still win championships. And it's like, what? Did we do something wrong? I didn't know we did something wrong. I thought this was just what a championship team is. It's like, well, look, you guys are acting the way you act because if you did that and you were shitty, people would be like, well, you're just kind of a fucking loser, which is the bottom line. It's what they do. If, if J.R. Smith acted the way Draymond Green acted and the cat while the Cavs lost, people he would be he'd be hung on a cross, he'd be hung on a cross, like Harambe. Yeah, like that's that's what you get away with when you're winning, and that's what this Warriors that's what this Warriors team is. That the, and that's why we were talking about before the show. Actually, I don't even know where I wanted LeBron to go. I kind of wanted him. Obviously, I wanted him to go to the Knicks, but then I'm like, oh, the Knicks will just ruin his career, and I love LeBron, so I almost don't want him to go to the Knicks. But I'm like, yeah, dude, go to Houston. Yes, let's do it. Like, I want you to join the best team because fuck you. You're not joining a record-breaking team. You're not joining the reigning finalist. Like, go ahead, join Houston. They took them to seven games, beat them, and be like, well, are we done with that? Is that fun? Is that cool? Now that I, now I have a bunch of all-stars. Is this, is this good for everybody now that I have a good coach? Is this great? Is everybody having fun now? Well, from my perspective, I don't think it's fun. I, 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 because... The the mismatch is so much that we're to the point four years in a row now. Obviously, the Warriors are going to take three of these four, and it's just I don't know if it's good for the league to have the same two teams where, where we basically know the outcome. Obviously, minus the miraculous three one uh, comeback, I I just don't think it's good for the game. Well, it's not, but. Here's the situation, and you got to credit the Warriors in the first place for building a team from the draft and 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 putting together great talent. And what happened is they put together a really great team, and then LeBron James is always going to make it. So that's what happened. You have a great team against a great player, and if it's like, oh well, you also had great players. Like, okay, Diddy, like Kyrie's gone, made it again. Love was hurt, made it. Like when when. Those guys aren't there. Remember when Kevin Love got his arm pulled out of the socket in the first round of the playoffs? He made it to the finals without Kevin Love. Remember well, he, when Kyrie? He, well, he didn't have Kevin or Kyrie that yeah. year. Well, yeah, yeah, he had Kyrie for a little bit of the playoffs, but not in the finals, right? He, Matthew Dell of the D right. League, and they lost. And he he makes it without Kevin Love. Oh, well, remember when Kyrie saved him first? And if I have to read, Kyrie saved like guys. That game was tied. The game was tied when Kyrie hit that shot. It was tied. It was a tied game. It's a tie fucking game. Stop saying it. The only saving in that game was LeBron James with the chase down block. That was the game saver. That saved the game. 
Then Kyrie hit a fucking shot. No one's saying Paxson saved Jordan. Okay. Or Kerr saved Jordan. Yeah, saved we're, Jordan. Not, we're not fucking saying that because it's not true. Now, Kyrie leaves. Oh, Kyrie went to the number one team. Here we go. Boston's Boston dynasty. No, LeBron James made it. LeBron James is going to make it. That's what's going to happen. And what's unfortunate is like it's it's bad for the league, but it's also the way people treat. It's not bad in my opinion for LeBron's legacy. I think it just cements his legacy. But fucking stupid people on the internet are like, oh, three and six in finals. It's like, dude, he keeps taking teams that have no business in the finals into the finals. Yeah, there's not another player that takes that team. It's like, well, what if Kevin Durant and LeBron James swapped on these teams? Well. Then this isn't the finals because like Kevin Durant's not there with this Cavs team. I'm not sure Kevin Durant's in the playoffs with this Cavs team. Kevin Durant didn't make the finals with Russell Westbrook and Stephen Adams and Victor Oladipo. Like, like I mean, who's like what the fuck are we talking about? He's not making these finals. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, we've already stated that enough. Um, I want to talk about uh, probably the most important part of the game. Steph Curry left to take a dump. Love that shit. Literally. Is that what happened? That's what Mike Breen alluded to, which I thought was even funnier because he's, you know, the cameras are on him and he's walking out. And Mike Breen was even like, well, he's not hurt because he's not walking with anybody. He's taking a bathroom break. And I was like, dump, he's taking a shit. Okay. Did you do that here at your apartment by yourself? I was yelling. Who are you screaming to? He's taking a dump. Maybe that's why your neighbors are complaining about this show, because you're screaming by yourself while you watch basketball. I do scream by myself sometimes when I watch the game. But that got me thinking, what are the most memorable players to leave games to take dumps in sports history? Well, The only uh, one I could think of was when Bobby Hurley got diarrhea, and I believe the 91 or 92 Final Four. And that... We only know that because of what? Don't you remember? He was like, quote unquote, sick and he left the game. He had diarrhea. <laughs> Clearly he had diarrhea. Uh, and Paul Pierce on that wheelchair game. There is a very, very, like, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that he actually shit himself. That's why he went on the wheelchair and then he came back and miraculously was not hurt. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you gotta look this up. It's crazy. Breaking this conspiracy news. This is some, yeah. some weird Twitter Reddit shit. No, yeah, yeah, I, I, did, I definitely read it on the about. There's a subreddit about the shit wheelchair game. But yeah, it, it was suggesting that he shit himself because there's a picture of him shooting a bastard or something like that before he went out and like there was like a little stain on his pants and then all of a sudden he left with this injury in a wheelchair. And then could miraculously walk and was fine afterwards. And so people are suggesting that, yeah, he definitely shit himself. What? Have, you, have you ever had to shit during a sporting event? No, and that's what I find so interesting. I mean, I've shat myself before I, a few I was, times. I but. was once playing adult uh, flag football out on Randall's Island. They didn't have a toilet. And I had hungover diarrhea. And I went into the woods and I shit. And then I took off my socks. Yeah, that's and a good my move. Ass with my socks. And then I scored two touchdowns with no, no socks on. And mud butt. Yeah, and tons of mud butt. <laughs> they, that's known as mud butt ball. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This that Paul Pierce thing. What if that's why Paul Pierce? Maybe it's not even LeBron. Maybe that's why he's still salty. That there's rumors with we, weird Twitter is just fanning these flames over here. Reddit, weird Twitter. That Paul Pierce shot himself. Trevor's giggling over there about something. I found this post off of Reddit. <laughs> that says, I wholeheartedly support his conspiracy theory of Paul Pierce pooping his pants during game one of the 2000 NBA Finals. Just funny, it came off. 2008 NBA Finals. 
Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. I thought you said 2001. Did he do it twice? No, I'm just kidding. So one time in college, I... Uh, we know. You shit in the laundry. No, no, no. This is a different story. I uh, I shat myself one night. I was, I, was all, I was all liquored up, and I was walking back to where my brother used to live because he was three years older than me, and I just totally full-on sharded. And uh, so I got back to his place. I, like, I don't know if I threw out the... The underwear, I don't know what I did, or, or put it in his laundry, and I, I came home, and my brother was all fucking mad, and he saw me passed out on the ground, and the best part was, he's like, what the fuck are you doing in my bed? Why are you passed out? And he goes, why are you wearing my shorts? And I go, because I shat myself, and he was like, get on the ground, you're sleeping on the ground tonight. No grown man shits themselves, just, just like I was a dog. I, like, he was treating me like a dog, just get on the ground. You put your face in the carpet first? Yeah. You know what you did. I mean, you got to shit yourself once or twice in life. It's, it's, it's worth the story. I mean, I just shit myself like a couple months ago. And that was the first time since Vegas, like seven years ago. But you shit yourself a couple months ago? Yeah, we talked about this on the show. Bro, I don't remember what we talked about last week. Yeah, we talked about it. I, sh- I sharted. Lay off the weed. Yeah. Says the guy who feeds it to me. Trevor, yeah, he he shit. handles it fine. Debatable, debatable. At least I'm remembering shit. I'm fucking 36, bro. I'm already starting. What, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> it means I'm older. That's why you're forgetting shit. Yeah, you know, older. I don't know. Rodney Hood did play good tonight, though. <laughs> no, I gotta. Do we shit on Ty Lue? Speaking of shitting, we shit on. Yeah, of course we shit on Ty Lue. I'm it's game cr- three of the NBA Finals, and he just discovered he had Rodney Hood on his bench. I'm saying he made the adjustment. You made the where was this adjustment? Fucking five games ago. Man, you're not gonna give Ty Lue any credit, Ty Lue, are you? Like it's a like. J.R. Smith was still in at the end of the game. So the end of the game, they're down three. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, first, J.R. Smith. Takes a terrible three-pointer. Yeah, agreed. Then he comes down. He's on Kevin Durant. Eye candy. Hits three in your face. Then he comes down again, and he and he just stands there while Draymond Green goes back to her cut no, for the no, end no, of the no, game no. dunk. Ho- hold on a second. Actually, I got to toss shade at LeBron on the last Kevin Durant three. Did you see what happened? He came down. LeBron, at first, was on KD. Then he got... Then... It it was a it wasn't even a pick. Watch the watch the play. They talked about it the whole game. The fake pick. They've talked about it. LeBron like, should have stayed with him. Well, the, no, 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 no. Hold on, I, dude, dude. I'm telling you, and and, and you're they're not gonna switching lie. on everything. They, they, they shouldn't. You, 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 you <laughs> dude, dude. Hold on. On, on this okay. play, on this play. No, watch, watch it. Everybody, go back and watch the final play. But he he comes down. LeBron should have, dude. LeBron's got to stay. It's it's the last minute of the game. You got to stay with KD. He doesn't stay with KD. Regardless of whether or not, so you have to stay with. And this. he drains that three hold right on. in George Hill's face. Hold on, you have to stay. LeBron James has to stay with a seven-foot shooting guard, regardless of whether or not he's getting picked. So Kevin Durant can get every can get a shot at anybody at any time, but you want LeBron fighting through picks at forty-five seconds left in the game. Damn right. I, Watch the replay. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. They talked about. Did you have the announcers on during the game, or the, do you only listen to them when they're talking about guys shitting themselves? The whole game, I they had the literally on. talked about the fake screen and the Cavs. 
Everybody now. That's the thing. It's the trend. No one's fighting through picks. No one's fighting through mediocre picks. No one's fighting through it. Because everybody, like, the best player on the Cavs and the three good players that can make shots all the time on the Warriors, like, you don't need a foot of space. You need six inches of space on a pick. So you have to jump through a pick actually before it comes. I'm pulling this thing up, man. I'm telling you. It wasn't even a pick. LeBron. They literally talked about it during the game. They talked about the fake pick. It's a play. Oh, this is the end of it. I I, I need the full play. I don't know, man. They talked about it. I know they talked about that, but they it's didn't. A, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's specifically a fake pick play because what they do is they can essentially get them to switch without actually having to come all the way over and set a pick because once you, if you don't jump it, it's too late already. He's seven feet tall. He doesn't need that much room. It's not a matter of whether or not fucking Kevin Durant's gonna make it. It's just a matter of, like, trying. But my point is, it's a lot easier for him to make a three over a smaller guy than LeBron, who's 6'9". He's making it over... He's he's not... Like, when's the last time you saw Kevin Durant get a three blocked? I'm not saying it's going to get blocked. I'm just saying the stupid fucking thing, there's too many goddamn ads. I'm trying to show you the full last play. They won't show it because fucking condoms are for ESPN. I'm trying to show you when he when he comes down the floor. I and I'm trying to tell you you, you Le- don't need to show me because I know what LeBron they did. was on KD. I know he's got to stay with him. <laughs> you don't think he does? I I think that that's a, a moot point regardless of who it is or isn't on him. Everybody's switching all the time. It's the it's the it's what they're doing. It's how LeBron ends up on Draymond. It's how LeBron ends up on. Steph when he has the ball they're all switching all the time like I mean Van Gundy was talking about all him like well if you want Kevin Love on an island I guess that's what you gotta do it's like well what and I, and that's kind of classic Jeff Van Gundy classic Mr. Coach who couldn't coach for fucking shit what what he's the Bill Maher of basketball guys because he talks about the problem but not the actual answer yeah you're just gonna have Kevin Love on island with Kevin Rand. so what what are you saying they should do Jeff I like Bill Maher by the way yeah, Bill Maher's a guy who fucking talks about the problems but never has the fucking answer. I disagree with that. Okay. Do you watch Bill Maher? Yeah. I have. And then I was like, oh, cool. You're the Colin Coward of politics. I think Bill Maher's great, actually. I think Colin Coward's great, too. I didn't say that. Actually, though, you you agree with Colin Coward more than you even know, Prano. Yeah. I'll occasionally watch his clips on YouTube. I'm glad that Colin Coward's not one of the... 40% of idiotic sports guys who doesn't think LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. Welcome to the fucking club. Thanks for not being a fucking idiot. The water's warm. Come on in. <laughs> salty. What am I salty about? Salty. What am I salty about? Salty. It's, that's actually the, the NBA Finals... For me, it's the beauty of being an unabashed LeBron James fan and knowing that like 30-point triple-doubles in in the NBA Finals don't happen that often. I'm like, I don't care if they lose four. I still say give him the fucking MVP. Who's the most valuable player in this series? Look, we agree there. He's the most valuable player this series. He's the most valuable player this season. He's the most valuable valuable player every goddamn year. Who he plays is not a fucking... Oh, this brings up something I actually wanted to do. It's great. It was a scientific study that I ran through the Dirty Sports Twitter account. (laughs) 
man, we're this doing, is great. We're doing scientific yeah, studies. I did now. a scientific study. I, I did a study that if you just put players and you don't give a context for why you're asking, people will just give you the actual right answers. I put yesterday who I said rank these pitchers in order of greatness. And I said Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, Corey Kluber. Who else did I have in there? Jake Arrieta and John Lackey. And everybody said, here's the responses we got. Overall or this season? I said overall. Overall, I'd say the exact order you already listed them in. Kluber, Arietta is debatable. Great. Then somebody said Scherzer, Kluber, Kershaw, Arietta, Lackey. And then Trevor went back and forth with him because he's a Kershaw slurper. And uh, he was like, no, 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 all time? Okay, Kershaw won. And then somebody said, seems like you already nailed it. And then somebody said... They're in the correct order already. And then somebody said, you got it right, guys. Suddenly, the three-time World Series winner, John Lackey, isn't better than guys who have not won a World Series. The one-time World Series winner, Jake Arrieta, is not better than the three guys. Wait a second. All Cy Young guys, all whatever. Suddenly, no context. Suddenly, championships don't matter. So let me get this straight. This is amazing. Scherzer, Kershaw, Kluber, Arietta Lackey. Your list is already in order. The order you have it listed Hold is correct. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You have them perfectly Brandon, right. Wait up. Wait up. So basically what you did, you did a secret LeBron James case study yeah. from Dirty Sports. Because I, this is what makes it even funnier. I texted Prano yesterday. I go, oh, that baseball tweet from Dirty Sports. Did you mean to do that on Dirty Slides? Just out of curiosity. You know, I don't care. He, and he said, no, I meant to do it from Dirty Sports. Little did I know that... He had his lab, suddenly, he had his lab su- coat on. Suddenly, rings don't matter. Here's one thing that's absolutely, if you go through all the mentions, here's one thing that's absolutely, positively, factually at the bottom. First of all, a couple people laughed at John Lackey was even on the list, even though he was a three-time World Series winner with three different teams. Arietta, one-time World Series winner, one and no in the World Series, a laughably fourth. Three guys who have lost in the World Series, Clayton Kershaw, who has been called a postseason choker, unanimously won. Scherzer, Scherzer lost in the World Series, unanimously two. Corey Kluber lost in the World Series, unanimously three. And then other Cy Young winner who won the World Series, four. Not Cy Young winner who won three World Series, five. Almost like when you take things... Without a fucking context of like, well, what are you asking? I mean, championships matter. Do they? Do they? Because apparently none of you fucking thought so. But they you, do matter. Do they? They do for your Eli argument. They do for Tom Brady's argument. They don't matter for my Eli argument, actually. They don't. He's seventh all time in everything. Add on that. You Add on that that you have two Super Bowl MVPs, and it's stupid to argue with his greatness. That's it. But you, but, championships, but, but Joe, uh, the, championships the, 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 just on. add to your legacy. The, the, there's, there's holes in your logic. Okay, tell me what they are. I'll tell you right now. Because you've already stated that you would rather have Eli over Dan Marino. Yes, because Dan Marino factually has a 66 postseason quarterback rating. So failure unanimously throughout your career in the postseason has to be factored in. It has to be factored in that Matt Ryan could have taken a knee for a quarter and a half of the Super Bowl and had a ring, but didn't. But threw a pick, took a sack. Yeah, but my point is, statistically, where's Marino versus Eli Manning? 
not that far off, honestly, when you look at it. But yeah, his stats are up there. But in the same time, he has the actual. He has what people claim Kershaw has, which Kershaw doesn't even fucking have. But you're which just, is. But my point is now you now you've gone so far off the deep end. Now you're saying rings don't matter, but you've said they have mattered. That's all I'm saying. No, rings add to your legacy. That's my point with LeBron James. I don't. He has it. He's not a choker. He's won three championship rings. It's. That's the thing. That's what I've said about Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers wins two or three, in my eyes, he's the greatest quarterback of all time because he has the stats and he has the championships. There's nothing you can say about him. But when you look at Mike Trout, this is the same thing we were arguing with that dickbag Kobe Kobe dick rider on Instagram yesterday morning. He's an Angels fan. I literally got him to say, I actually got him to say, Jeter at least greater than Trout in the postseason, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's nonsensical. Mike Trout, he's made the playoffs once. Once. Does anybody not think he's the best player in baseball? LeBron James, this, just getting to the finals, more on the legacy. More. More. Him losing, him, Kevin Durant having a 40-point game, it means nothing. It means nothing. He's there with a bag of rocks. It's a joke. Yeah, but you're not going to change people's opinions. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm going to try for an hour and a half every uh, Wednesday night and Sunday night for the rest of eternity. And I'm going to do it at 6 a.m. on Instagram message. I'm going to do it on Twitter. Bro, I woke up to some messages. Apparently, the whole Dirtball Fam team, which I started. It's your fault. I started it. I started it. He was trying to get an Instagram. I had to turn off my goddamn notifications. Okay, okay, here's the backstory. He was trying to get an Instagram follow. This is what turns out the whole time. I woke up at like 4.30 to my fucking phone going bzzz. Well, well, now you're just making things up because that just wasn't happening at 4.30. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. Let me just give everyone listening the background. I got home Tuesday night from the show, and, you know, I look at the Dirty Sports DMs, and somebody slid in with... With a Michael Rappaport factually incorrect meme. Yeah, so they slid in with the Michael Rappaport meme, uh, and and I just wrote something along the lines, anybody, you know, and I've said this before, anybody who gets their political opinions from a meme or sports opinions from a meme, you you, you can't think intellectually. You you have a you have a minimal brain function because life is way more complicated. Politics, sports, they're more complicated than a meme. Agreed? You're not just going to sum up everything in a meme. So I came at the person and said that, and then I went to sleep, and then I woke up, <laughs> and my boy Prano was literally it was it was like a it was like a debate. It was like if you were on a college campus and you were seeing a debate. In live real time, but via DMs, and uh, it was pretty interesting. You I, know what? I'll say my whole strategy. It's great, and I and I only recently discovered this. My entire argument strategy is Tom Cruise stealing the rule book in A Few Good Men. You know when he takes it from Kevin Bacon and he goes back and he's like, "Can you show me where yeah the uh the, where the fucking mess hall is in the in the rule book?" He's like, "Well, it's not actually in there." He's like, "It's not in there." Well, what do you do when you're hungry? He's like, well, just, just follow everybody else at chow time. That's it. Just turn a spotlight on your idiocy and then force you to say things that are forcing to say things that dig your own grave. This guy eventually admits to being an Angels fan. And I go, okay, who's the best player in baseball? And 
at that moment, he must be like, oh, fuck, I'm caught. That's it. I just got caught. I'm caught. I'm, I'm now in a spider web of my own lies. Who's the best player in baseball? Who is the best player in baseball, Andy? Uh, I believe it's Mike Trout. Trevor, what do you think? I'd go Mike Trout. EJ, no, you're not a big baseball guy. You know anything? Altuve? He's going Altuve. <laughs> He's a Houston guy. It's Mike Trout, by the way. That's the answer. It's 100% Mike Trout. Mike Trout has made the playoffs once. He's never won a World Series. And it really does not factor in whatsoever. He's the best player in baseball. He's on a shitty team. He's been on a shitty team for a long time. That's what happens. He's on a shitty team. LeBron James just takes shitty teams to the NBA Finals. That's what he does. Tyron Liu is... Honestly, I'm not even really sure he's actually coaching. I actually do think LeBron James is coaching the team now. Because Tyron Liu... Which is also difficult. 45 minutes and coaching and running the offense. It's ridiculous. You know what Tyron Lue needs? This is what Tyron Lue needs. I feel, I feel he needs ba- hair razors to slit his wrists. No, that's definitely not how we're going to do an ad for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Use that fifth <laughs> trimmer blade, Tyron. What I was going to say is I think Tyron Lue... Get, get, get rid of that travel safety cover. Make sure that's nowhere to be found. Just slit your wrists. Mark that down. Delete that. We are going to delete that. No longer. They'll never hear it. Also, by the way, not that they are going to hear it, but if I was going to kill myself, if I was Tyron Lue, I would definitely use Harry's razors. That Gillette shit ain't going to work. Use that fifth trimmer blade. Bro, don't be fucking with the fucking Dirty Sports Bank account, fam. What I was going to say. This from fucking this guy destroying the Special Olympics on Twitter and then retweeting on 11 million fake accounts. <laughs> yeah, but I did damage control. <laughs> yeah, what you gotta, was that? You, you got to do damage control. Uh, man, maybe maybe we'll go back to whatever I was... <laughs> I was going to say, what I think Tyron Lue needs, you can mark this one down, EJ. I think he needs, because he's a father, he needs some of those delicious Omaha steaks, that amazing Father's Day gift package that we're offering, Brano. I actually ordered one today, the Father's Day gift package. I love these. I know my old man loves them. They're so convenient. They show up to your house. They have a great cooler, which you can reuse. Um, All the food is good. It's packed well. It's not going to go bad. And right now, Omaha Steaks is giving a limited-time offer to all the Dirt Balls for Father's Day. At 78% off, this is a really amazing deal. So simply go to omahasteaks.com and type dirty into the search bar, and you can get this amazing Omaha Steaks Father's Day package, which includes two tender filet mignons, two beefy top sirloins, four beefy chicken fried steaks, two boneless pork chops, four all-beef Omaha Steak burgers, four gourmet jumbo franks, 12 ounces of all-beef meatballs, one pound of steakhouse fries, four caramel apple... Tartlets. And, Tartlets. And one... Tartlets. <laughs> And one Omaha Steaks seasoning packet. Plus, you get four more grill-ready Omaha Steak burgers for free with that purchase. Again, get this limited-time package for only $49.99. Guys, I'm exhausted and out of breath just reading how much food you get. Again, for only $49.99, when you go to omahasteaks.com, simply type dirty into the search bar and add the Father's Day package to your cart. Don't wait. This offer ends soon. Go to omahasteaks.com, type dirty into the search bar, grab your dad and fire up the grill. Woo! Tyron Lou should definitely do that. He's going to need to save that money. He's definitely getting fired in the middle of next season after LeBron James leaves and they're terrible. And I got to say, if I'm LeBron James, 
I like it, he's got to stop trying to do like he's he's got to stop trying to be a savior. He's got to stop trying to win a championship with a hodgepodge of like you know nobodies and Tyron Lue. It's over. You brought Cleveland the championship. You ran its course. Go play for a good coach. Go play for a great coach somewhere. Go be on a team that like is is gonna surround you with at least one other legitimate NBA talent. Shanghai Sharks. I'm pushing this. I'm. This is my move. He goes to Shanghai. He plays for the Shanghai Sharks. He gives a big middle finger to the NBA, to all the people who call him LeChoke, LaFlop, LaBust, whatever. He gives a big middle finger. He goes over there, or he just, you know, retires. I think he should be. I think he should absolutely be mercenary, LeBron. I think he should absolutely go and win team, win on multiple teams. I think he should be Dion when Dion went to the fucking. Cowboys and then the Niners like just start going just go oh Rockets you want it all right we'll get you we'll get you a Rockets one and then oh Sixers you guys want one cool heat should we give the heat another one great let's go the heat Knicks Lakers do it all Portland go to San Antonio fuck it I say I think you should literally sign one-year deals from here on out he doesn't need the money sign your one sign one-year deals and just be like watch this I'll go to with the team from the west I'll go with the team from the East again. I'll go with the team from the West again. Like, if if he went to the Rockets next year. Are we still talking LeBron, yeah. man? We got to get over this. If he I, went to I'm, I'm LeBron out. It's a serious question. If he went to the Rockets next year, the Sixers the year after, the Spurs the year after, and the Lakers the year after that, is that four more trips for LeBron James to the finals? Say the teams again for me. He goes to the Rockets next year. Yeah. Then he goes to the Sixers. Yeah. Then he goes to the Spurs. Yeah. And then he goes to the Lakers. Do all those teams make the NBA Finals? I mean, it all depends on who's on those teams, I think. Right. But we know who's going to be on the Rockets, essentially. Yeah. We know who would be on the Sixers. You got to consider he's got, if Greg Popovich is still coaching, who cares if fucking Kawhi's there or not? If Greg Popovich, does this Spurs team make it to the Finals with LeBron James? And, and a healthy Kawhi? Yeah. I'd like to think so. Yeah, I'd like to think so, too. In fact, I know so. Can we talk about Vince Carter for a second? Did he die? No, but he uh, he said that... This is the funniest thing ever to me. He said that Alonzo Mourning stopped talking to him for six to seven years after this dunk. Like I, I pull, I pulled the clip because I think it's it's funny. Is Alonzo Mourning? Does is where does that rank on the Paul Pierce saltiness scale? What's that? Just general, like not talking to somebody because they dunked on you. Is that better or worse than on the Paul Pierce saltiness scale of just ripping a guy on national TV every week because he ended your career? I mean, it's pretty salty. Here's the uh, here here's the clip. This is from, uh, I think it's from The Jump. Isn't that, is that an ESPN show? The Jump? Yeah. Okay, this is what he said this morning. Looking up, and I'm like, wait a minute. He's standing there. He's not, he's not stepping forward. He's not stepping forward. And then all of a sudden, he steps forward. But it was already too late. Like, right there. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> right when I bite my lip, I was like, all right, it's time to go. And then 
Oh man. He's they got no. He falls down and he's, he's on so the nets. Then he didn't yeah. talk to me like that for as he shouldn't. Six, seven years. No. Six or seven years? Yes, Rachel Nichols. No, he didn't talk to him for six to seven years. Oh, by the way, I forgot to bring this up. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do this. Every time we play any clip that involves uh, Rachel Nichols, I have this. You're not interesting. Fuck Rachel Nichols. I'm with you. I've always hated Rachel. <laughs> Fredo at the end is the best part of that clip. Oh, now he wants to listen. God. You're not interesting. Fuck Rachel Nichols. I'm with you. I've always hated Rachel Nichols. <laughs> <laughs> why? I mean, why are you pulling clips from the jump, bro? I, I thought it was amazing that he hadn't talked to him for six to seven years because he got dunked on. What would the equivalent of that be? Like like for us, non-basketball players. What would you have to do? I have no idea. I, mean, I, feel, I feel like the podcasting equivalent of that has already happened so much. What do you got, Trevor? Trevor just went Jordan on you, full tongue out. I, I know what he's thinking. <laughs> What's I know, he thinking? I, I know exactly what he's thinking. I wasn't even thinking before I asked that. Kick somebody off a podcast. Wow. Too soon. <laughs> wow. Too soon. Trevor, you got to go? No, that's fine. Okay. That's all right. If you, if, 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 I read that wrong, by the way. Trevor, there's a, there, the dog, there's, a, there have some dog issues at home, which is fine. It happens. I thought I read it as, because Trevor texted me. I'm so confused. I okay. thought I read it as your dog ate a big thing of weed chocolate. <laughs> and you're like, dude, I got to go to the hospital. Your dog like, ate chocolate? No, a little bit. And yeah. your girlfriend's just freaking out because yeah. he ate chocolate. But he Milk chocolate? Eat. Yeah. This dog's and fine. It, it's, it's a little bit, too. Yeah. She's just, my, my, uh, my dog growing up ate a three-pound chocolate bunny that we left on the table for during Easter. He didn't even fucking blink. Chocolate kills. Why does chocolate kill dogs? It's just the the heart. I think the the sugar just makes the heart race so much, right? It's just something they can't process chocolate like we can. Okay, good to know. That's one thing I did know. I I knew that the dogs couldn't eat chocolate. Now weed chocolate, they can totally eat, right? Totally. <laughs> Dude, getting dogs high is fun, isn't it? I've never gotten my dog's high. You've never gotten your dog's high? That's the one thing I'm kind of big on. Like, I'm not going to do that. Lachlan was dog-sitting one time, and the dog ate like a a weed pill fell on the floor, and the dog ate, and the dog was like... (laughs) 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 Dog was like out. We were like fucking rubbing it, like making sure it was alive. They were giving it milk and shit. One of my buddies had one of those uh, vape cartridges or whatever, and he said his dog was an insane little like French bulldog. Broke the cartridge and drank the oil, and he said that he was just completely out of his mind. Like the whole, like he took him to the vet and everything, and they were like, "What happened?" He's like, oh, "I don't know. I think it's an allergic reaction." And the guy was like, "Okay, well he should be all right now." He's like, "But make sure he doesn't have any of these types of reactions again." I don't know what he ate. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna get your dog high, just just hotbox that motherfucker with smoke. Like that's 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 how I used to always do it. Like, like <laughs> so rude. I know. So so I got to tell this story real quick. That's so, why Sammy's dead now. No, I never did it to Sammy. My boy my boy Cutter, who's been on this show, 
uh, he used to pet sit, and we used to just fucking. <laughs> Not only will we hook up with girls. What happened when I would leave Vince here, man? Like God. <laughs> No, Vince, you know what? I never got Vince high. I never blew smoke in his face. But uh, Vince saw some good sex. I will say that. Vince Vince saw me do some banging. Yeah. We fist bumped afterwards. It was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Like 40-year-old virgin. And he's like Seth Rogen licking your asshole. Yeah, Vince Vince was into toes. More than once in my life, Vince started getting into a chick's toes when it was going down. (laughs) Wait, like he would start licking the toes? Yeah. While we were fucking. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I was like, do work, Vince. <laughs> I told you that. I think I told that story. Did I tell on here? I tell on Denver The one time where right when I came, the dog instantly, I was hooking up with a girl. She had a puppy. The dog instantly leaped up and started licking the cum and then started licking my dick. Oh. Like right after I no, came. This is. No. And we lost another sponsor. Make it so st- uh, make it stop. Did you see that guy at Michigan State? Did you see what's going on at Michigan State? No idea. You know, they've had all the, the awful Larry Nassar thing. Yeah, yeah. Now they had a physician at Michigan State arrested for bestiality. What did he do? He fucked the dog. No, I don't want to know that. Yeah. Is that Was he somehow in sports? It was tr- it sports no, related? No, but it was trending. Oh, never tell me that again. <laughs> It was trending. We just shoehorn this one into the show. I don't know. You know, look, I mean, we all know my history with San Francisco, yeah, girl. Come yeah. on. This show's off the rails. This show has taken a I turn. I was trying to just talk about LeBron James for two straight hours. You're getting off it. Now suddenly we're talking about bestiality. Yeah. Well, welcome to Dirty Sports. Anything goes. I want to talk about this Kyler Murray guy. Do you know much about him? No. Should I have read the rundown? I don't know if that was on the rundown. Was that on the rundown? Yeah. I know. My bad. I didn't send you the rundown. I didn't think you were going to be here tonight. Uh, Kyler Murray, he is the young guy who plays for uh, Oklahoma right now. He's going to be the new quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's drafted ninth by Oakland. Yeah. And today, this is even more breaking news since I saw this story. So he signed a... Guaranteed bonus, a deal with yep. Oakland yep. for $5 million. Yep. This is what, well, there's there's two things to this. You're actually going to love the one thing that this clip I'm going to play, Bo Jackson uh, had said. Anyway, he can still play for Oklahoma this year. This right. Is, this is what I want. The rule with the NCAA is if it's a different sport. Yep. So he's going to make $5 million. Yep. But he can still play because he's going to be the quarterback, most likely the starting quarterback for University of Oklahoma. Right. I don't. I don't get that. But, well, but, but I do. If, but the NCAA had, is a complete sham. That's the what rules I'm make zero to little sense. But if somebody had given him a hundred dollars in the street right. just to play quarterback, right? He'd be suspended. or just for being handsome. Like they, you can't. You couldn't. Ju- couldn't just get money for nothing. Yeah. Well, so he's gonna. I think that's a terrible idea, but, by the way. Well, I agree. Uh, for numerous reasons. One, you got your $5 million. That's great. But just go play baseball. Yeah. Uh, less likely to get hurt. Also, less likely for get them to Get rid of musty odors and excess moisture with you Damprit. If your house has moisture like. problems, Damprit fixes it. What? I put Damprit everywhere there. Oh, sorry. I like how Trevor's just clapping at me. Uh, so, well, this is what Dion said. 
Dion agrees with you. Well, Dion's not a fucking idiot. Yeah. De- I don't know. I, I, I pulled the wrong fucking thing. Anyway, but let's. I want to play what Bo Jackson said because this goes into our, our old athletes versus current athletes. Struggle is real to put on the headphones. Okay, so this is what Bo Jackson said when asked, uh, when asked about it. Uh, Bo, you were an all-star in both football and baseball, so what a perfect person to talk to about Kyler Murray, who was just drafted by the A's and who is in line to be the next starter at Oklahoma. And so when you look at an athlete like that, what kind of a struggle is he going to go through trying to play two different sports, potentially? Mm, the sporting world is a little different now than it was when I played. You um, have more talent, way more talent. Talent pool is deep. Um, wait, wait a second. Let me stop it there. Let me stop it there, Prano. Are you telling me that Bo Jackson, arguably one of the best athletes of all time, yeah, of all time, yeah, who's succeeded at not only football but baseball, said when he played, it doesn't compare because the talent is way deeper and the talent. Nah, pool. that's crazy. Bo Jackson would rush for four thousand yards a season because they can't hand check anymore. And uh, he'd hit 50 home runs because now all the pitchers aren't PEDs anymore. And uh, he'd run, he'd run up the wall, and he'd stay up on the wall <laughs> instead of running down because now gravity isn't as strong as it used to be in the 80s. I just, I just wanted to play that because I thought that was really interesting. That yeah. again, one of the best athletes of all time, just because made the point that we've been making for months on this show that athletes have never been better because. There's guys like Bo Jackson is a guy who played two sports at the highest fucking level. He gets it. When you're a guy like, you know, Barkley or whatever, and you did your one thing and you did it really well, and somehow you were 6'5", but were playing power forward, you just can't, like, you can't admit it. You can't admit it that, like, you're not a 6'5 power forward anymore. That's not happening. It's not, there's no call for a fucking just you in the NBA. Like, Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, like, these are guys, they've seen it. They Like, the variety of athlete they've seen is so fucking great that they just know. They know what it looks like. Yeah. I, I just thought that was great. That is literally, like I said, what we've been saying on here, on social media for the last few months. Athletes have never been better. Stop bringing up older generations. Just stop. Bo Jackson ended that right there in a 20-second clip. I mean, we talked about it on Dirty Slides yesterday. I said it. Mike Trout's 26 years old. He has 220 home runs. He's already doing things. I'm already, I'm already saying it. We titled the episode, Mike Trout is the greatest player in the history of the game of baseball. I'm, I already put it out there. It's over. He's the best in the fucking most modern era. He's... He's got 220 home runs at 26. That's it. What do you want? What, what are you going to tell me? B- Babe Ruth's fat ass? What like, about Barry Bonds? Ba- Barry Bonds was fantastic. But Barry Bonds, I mean, first of all, besides the steroid situation, he wasn't doing what Trout was doing at 26. Yeah. He just wasn't. Well, I think uh, you're... That you you also do have you have to factor in that Mike Trout has no rings. You ch- they should ch- change his name to Mike Choke. 
I like how you looked into the camera for that one. That was very Prano looking into the dead it's, eyes yeah, of faceless Twitter point, trolls. At this point, that is the troll. Like in the room, I could talk to Trevor, EJ, you, but then that's where the troll lives. <laughs> that's where the faceless troll is. I hope all of our trolls watch the YouTube show. Well, I also and think- we know they do, and we know that they don't have an avatar on YouTube, and we know that they haven't uploaded any video ever. <laughs> I think the only segue. What's up, Trevor? I was gonna say, besides the dude that likes feet. Except, for the, yeah, he's not a troll. He's just got a foot <laughs> fetish. I see you, boo. But I have a theory. I have a theory that no one. You think he ever, jacked that's off? That's ever put a shitty comment on YouTube has has also ever posted their own video. Speaking of our not fa- once. Speaking of our fan who likes feet, you think when you told that story about Vince, he was getting a boner? <laughs> he's like, yeah, man. Oh shit, you tease, Frano. <laughs> I'm doing the Kobe. One, two, three, four, five. It's like a fucking subway foot long. I mean, you say you say it, but it's right. Like if you're not watching our YouTube videos, you have no clue what's going on right now. I mean, I give I give at least three good YouTube Easter eggs every episode. Yeah, you really do. We got to talk about this Eagles not going to the White House, Donald Trump shit. We have to, and, and you guys say, "Oh, the political shit." There's just no way to avoid it, man. Dude, this this has gotten so stupid. There's no other way to put it. The whole shit with teams not going and the president and just what the what the fuck age am I living in? Well, you're living in an age. What where is happening? You're living in an, the age of information, and in the age of information, you're you no longer even have the ability to just be a football guy. Everybody reads everything. Everybody sees all the news. There was a time. I mean, I even remember just like being young myself. Like I didn't watch the nightly news. Like I went to basketball practice and then came home and pretended to do homework and watch sports center. Like I didn't, I, I don't know. I didn't know what was going on with the fucking president. Like I was like, Oh, did he fuck somebody? That's pretty cool. President dope dopeness, you know, sounds rad. You know, like, I don't know. I remember fucking like on SNL. I'd be like, oh, I guess that's what the president's up to. I don't fucking know. It's now everything is everywhere. And everybody has a lot more information. You're just not Mr. Football guy anymore. These guys all know what's going on. And it's great. It's a fantastic time to live where we have all the information all the time. But now they're like, yeah, he's a fucking jackass. And he basically just forced the NFL to make us all fucking stand because what? He didn't get a team back in the day because everybody knows he's a goddamn bankrupt slumlord. No, I'm not going. And then five fucking Christian dudes on the team were like, we're going. And then that White House was like, we're not just letting five show up. That'd be weird. It'd be like the fucking inauguration all over again. And then so they canceled it. Donald Trump did that. You're not breaking up with me. I'm breaking up with you. It's so fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. And it is avoidable. No NFL. No, but this this whole fucking thing is just so stupid. It's so dumb. It's childish. Like, I, I just, I was thinking about the other day, like, how we got here as a country. And you guys would say, oh, keep this shit out. I'm not going to keep this shit out because it's it's all here. Like Joe's saying, it's it's here. It's not going anywhere. And... 
I would like to keep politics out of my sports, but when the fucking president is tweeting about it, that just doesn't happen, guys. I don't, I don't care whose team you're on. First of all, fucking lose your political team bullshit. That fucking, that's the difference between sports and politics. You shouldn't fucking have to root for a team all the time. He's fucking tweeting about this shit. Yeah. About people coming to the White House. Which is another thing. Like, why are we go? Who gives a shit? Who wants to go to the fucking White House? I've been to the White House. It sucked. It's stupid. Who cares? Yeah, but it used the to be. Present. No, but see, it, it would be cool. Your team won. It was always. Dude, my point is this. My point is this. And I don't care how you. Yeah, fuck it. I'll just say how I feel. My whole thing on the Trump shit, this was never a problem. It didn't matter whether it was a Republican or Democrat. None of this shit ever mattered. It should have, though. It should have before. It should have. That's the thing. That's what I said today. That's why I texted you. I was listening to the Dent Report. Great episode with Lance Bass, by the way. Thank you. At one point, you said, and we're not really that free. You were talking about the country. I said, it warmed my heart. You're finally coming around. You're finally fucking opening your eyes. People should have been like, no, I'm not going to see Obama. Why would I go to the fucking White House? I rain threes uh, in the NBA finals. He rains bombs on fucking Syrian children, so we have a lot in common. We should talk about that. They should have said, fuck you, too. You murder innocent people all the time. I'm not coming. They should have done that before. It's, people should be doing this all the time. Black NBA players going to the fucking White House during the war on crime. Guys, wake up. The fact is they didn't have the fucking news. They didn't have the information. Now we live in the, the age of information. Now they have it. The idea that NBA players, the idea that the Chicago Bulls went to the fucking White House when goddamn you know George Bush Sr. was in the White House is comical. It's comical. Your fucking uncles are in jail for smoking pot on the street and being black. You're going to go to the White House and be fucking George Bush? Wake the fuck up. And guess what? People are waking the fuck up. Good for them not going. They shouldn't go for anybody. Well, I have a call that would probably disagree because I, I think we have an interesting call from Kyle Gamble. who, who who's, uh, He's in the military. Because so, I want to get different perspectives on this. So I'm going to play the call. Um, because I think it's a good discussion. Hey, what's going on, boys? This is at KR Gamble, Grandma City Beach Dirtball. Uh, I know we kind of beat the anthem thing into the ground a little bit. I just wanted to bring up a few points that maybe you guys haven't touched on, kind of a different perspective. Uh, let me just start by saying... As active duty military currently, I really couldn't give a shit either way. I think it's dumb that it's been politicized. But two things. Number one, Joe, just because we have freedom of speech in this country, and I do think freedom of speech should be absolute, you can't expect to be free from repercussions. You can talk as much shit as you want, but obviously you're going to be checked on it. So just because one opinion may be more right than the other doesn't mean that somebody's going to disagree or somebody's not going to disagree. And number two, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles refusing to go to the White House. They didn't. I don't know exactly how many players on the Eagles conducted protests. I heard it was none. But it's just kind of ironic that the NFL players have been conducting these protests for the past two years. And it's like, okay, here's your chance to to get face-to-face with the guy and, and maybe start a conversation. And instead you just throw a hissy fit and just, we're not going. It just – it just, I think, proves that these guys really don't give a shit and don't really believe in what they practice, and it's kind of just a fashion trend to, you know, be a contrarian. 
just wanted to see what you guys think and uh, stay dirty, boys. All right. Well, two things, and I really like Kyle. I've I've been following Kyle on Twitter for a really long time. I have. I mean, obviously, I have our issues. I have issues with our military in general, not the not the members of the military, but just the way that we use our military as a country in despicable and horrible ways. And that's you know, look, when you go into the military, you're signing up for that. You're signing up for going like I'm going to do what I'm told by these people. So it's not really their personal choice what horrible despicable things that they do i like kyle i've liked Kyle for a long time but both of his points in my opinion are i mean don't take into consideration a lot of just like very 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 simple things the idea that donald trump is listening to what these guys say when they go to the white yeah, house i want to say it's that it's like are do you my questions to anybody that would suggest that would start with do you know who donald trump is do you know what donald trump's about do you have any basis for a history of how Donald Trump has listened to people in the past? I mean, Donald Trump has been caught lying about things so many fucking times. And, you know, I said I'd rather Donald Trump win than Hillary. I still stand by that. And I can, I've talked on many podcasts about why, the, why that is the case. But the bottom line is he's not a good person. As a New Yorker, I've known he's not a good person for 25 years. He's a liar. He's a fucking scumbag. He's a slumlord. He, he fucking basically makes money by being bankrupt. The idea that these guys are going to go there and get his ear about fucking why they shouldn't have to stand for the national anthem. Uh, are they going to talk to Donald Trump, the lifelong Democrat, or are they going to talk to Donald Trump, the Republican from the last fucking three years? Like the idea that this guy's fucking listening to them is nonsense. So if that's your suggestion on why they should go. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me hop in here on this. I mostly agree with you. And I thought the same thing when I heard his call today of he, he's not your I don't even want to call him a politician. He's not your stereotypical person who's normally in the white house as far as listening but it looks like he listened to kim kardashian no because that no. Wo- that woman today got no that woman today got her got out of jail no what alice johnson is that her name kanye west has been an unabashed crazy person fucking donald trump supporter and donald trump is a person that he loves you if you love him he hates you if you hate him he has he has no interest in hearing your side if you're opposed to him. He only has interest in hearing your side if you're for him. Kanye West is for him. Kanye West's wife comes, and Donald Trump goes, look, I do things with black people. This is so great. Look at it. I'm here with a black girl's wife, black guy's wife, and we're making beats, and I'm l- releasing people from jail. Isn't it fucking great? Look at me. And we're making America great again one yay album at a time. It's so great. It's so great. I'm going to do a sex tape with her. I'm going to do a sex tape, and it's going to be the greatest sex tape ever. It's going to be better than Ray J. It's going to be better than Kanye. It's going to be like Kanye and Ray J together. I'm going to have sex with her. It's like he's he's literally just doing a dog and fucking pony show. He's not letting out a bunch of fucking black people who are in who are in jail for nonviolent crimes. He's letting out one fucking person. No, I, look, I agree. I'm not. I'm just saying from that standpoint, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. 
I was just bringing up Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Look, I agree with you. I don't think Donald Trump. I mean, Trump- Kim Kardashian is a fucking a perfect example. He's he's not fuck. He, she's not there because she he's like open to different opinions. She's there because she's fucking Kim Kardashian. He's a fucking star fucking loser. And to his other point, the whole free speech without repercussions thing. You're absolutely right. But, but what we, does he mean by that? I'll be honest. I'm confused. He's saying that. He's saying the 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 same old fucking bullshit response is like, oh, if these guys want to kneel, then they can fucking uh, they should have to deal with it. It's like you know what the problem with that is? There's no fucking rule. There's no rule about it. Why aren't NBA players kneeling? There's a rule. Why aren't well, NBA uh, players are supposed to stand? That is a rule. Yes, exactly. Because here's how collective bargaining agreements work. You sit down, the players union and the owners sit down and they have a negotiation. And one guy puts one thing on the table and the other guy goes, I don't know about that. What about this? And so in the NBA, for example, for example, this is not exactly how it went down. But for example, they were like, uh, we think everybody should be standing during the anthem all the time. That Mahmoud Abdul Rauf thing was really weird. We don't want that to ever happen again. And the NBA players you know, are like, look, we think that's bullshit. And, uh, it, you know, kind of curbs our free speech. And we're not going to do it. And they're like, how about guaranteed contracts? And they're like, we'll sign it. <laughs> yes. So you're saying if Eddie Curry gets a heart disease and has to retire from basketball, he still gets $50 million? Yes, we do. Old Great. We'll sugar sign friend. right here. We'll sign right here. In the NFL, th- there is a collective bargaining agreement, and the owners and the players' union negotiate on things. There's not a fucking rule. The M- NFL players aren't stupid. That's why they did this. That's why they did it. They decided to do something that was not against the rules. When you sign up and work for a company, there's rules. You break those rules, you can be fired. You can be fined. Why aren't they finding players for for kneeling anymore, Andy? Do you know? If you go into this season, why aren't they finding players who kneel? Well, they're they're going to find the teams. Why are they finding the teams and not the players? Because it's a way around the collective bargaining exactly. agreement. Exactly. So now you're breaking the rules. You're finding loopholes specifically to curb freedom. I guarantee you in Roseanne Barr's contract that she has a a clause about affecting the brand. If she hurts the fucking ABC, if she whatever, that they can fire her and they don't even fucking need anything. They can just say, this is what she did and she's fired. The NFL has those rules too, but the NFL's rules have nothing to do with players standing for the anthem or not standing for the anthem. And they've circumvented those rules. They've circumnavigated those rules just to do this. So the idea that you can have free speech, these guys aren't yelling hate crimes. These guys aren't yelling uh, hate speech. These guys aren't doing anything. They're not even fucking speaking. In fact, they're kneeling well, that's at why- the direction of a Navy fucking seal. But that's why Mal- so, Kyle, I love you, but your two points are awful. Well, that's why I liked what Malcolm Jenkins did today. He didn't speak. Did you see it? He just held up. Yeah, I did. And it's it's making me ill that the Eagles keep doing the things right. It's fucking gross. And I hate it, but good for them. I mean, he... I'm sorry. Go for it. I just want to clarify that because he mentioned the... I don't know. I don't know if they protested or not. They did not protest. And all of those photos of them kneeling was them praying. Yeah. So, no, I knew that. So all that shit, that, that yeah, really, they were, they really were pray- Yeah, but the thing is, they were praying. They were praying that soldiers die. That's what they were praying well, for. Well, not one Did person. See? That's what they, they were kneeling. They were going, dear God, kill soldiers. Kill soldiers and burn America because they hate us. But even, hate the, even the term protest is inaccurate. Yeah, no That's, shit. 
Kneeling was a sign. It, it, like before all of this shit, it was a sign. They're not protest. They're not protesting America. They're not protesting exactly. the flag. The no shit. The, it's insane. Well, th- th- this is my point, guys. This is my point. Let's like I think I'm I'm. When this all started, you you can go back to an inter- you can go back to old dirty sports. I'm on record saying, what is this shit gonna do? I'm literally on record saying, I have no problem with what Kaepernick does, but what is it gonna do? Well. It looks like it's done a lot and it's still working and I was wrong. And now I've even done a full 180 because it's shown how ridiculous the other the other side is and all the shit. Yeah, absolutely. It's just shown the blatant hypocrisy of and dude, to me, this is what I'll say on all this shit. Cuz this this goes beyond sports. I mean, it goes back to the beginning of our show about the fucking cake thing. Why do you care? If you're listening to this show, why do you care if two gay guys want to get a fucking cake made? Why do you care if a black guy wants to hold up his fist or kneel? Why do you care? Ask yourself that. Why does that offend you? It's not hurting you. It's the same thing. It's about insecurity. Remember the joke about how the cake guy is fucking not making gay cakes because, let's be honest, he's a baker. There's probably a little bit of him that's been made fun of for being gay. And then he takes it out and all that. Kyle is a an active military member. And he goes, to be honest with you, I don't care, but hear me out on these two points. The amount of military that I've heard say that. But you know who is really fucking loud about it? People that never fucking thought once for serving. So there's this insecurity about, I'm a fucking pussy. I'm a pussy. I would never fucking sign up for war because I'm a fucking pussy. So I'm going to fucking fight on the internet for all the soldiers out there who don't give a fucking single fuck because they're fighting for their lives over wars that we shouldn't be in. I'm going to fight for them on the internet behind a fucking Kermit the Frog meme wearing a hood and holding an American flag because I'm, a, I'm an internet soldier. I'm too fucking pussy to be a real fucking soldier, so I'm going to be an internet soldier. And my war is the war on the anthem that I don't fucking stand for when I go to the ball games because I'm fucking too busy in the hot dog line and getting hot dogs because I'm also a fat Midwest, Texas, Southern fucking piece of shit, fucking pussy. Insecurity. That's what brings all this shit out. Insecurity... It's the same, it goes back to the same thing with LeBron James. The fucking faceless trolls on the internet. LeBron James is a fucking bitch. You just called a 265-pound, nine man who has dominated sports at the highest level a bitch. Why? Because you're insecure. You didn't even fucking make your goddamn high school basketball team. That's why you hate LeBron James. Uh, what a flopper. Remember when you fucking flopped out of JV practice and never played again? That's why you call people a fucking flopper because you're a bitch. When you do it, when you fucking play, when you're out there, you go, holy shit, man. I was a fucking bitch when I played high school basketball. This dude's doing it in the NBA and he's doing it way better. That's why I'm like, I get it. All respect. You are the fucking best. Bitch ass, no fucking life having fucking losers. Insecure fucking bitches. And that Joe Prano rant has been brought to you by SeatGeek, the official ticket app sponsor of the Dirty Sports. Joe, you might not be going to football games, but I was... Oh, I'm lo- going to football games this year. 
I'm gonna slap some beers out of anybody that's holding one's hands while the national anthem's playing. Well, I was guess what I was on seeking. I was looking at concerts. Yeah, I was looking at a bunch of. Don't go dangling concerts in front of me again. Then we don't go. I know, I know. I was, I know, I know. And we almost went last year. The Dead and Company. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be at Dodger Stadium. I was I was looking at SeatGeek and tickets were as low as sixty five dollars on SeatGeek. For the dead and company. I know you guys keep laughing. Minus but 20 with that Seat Geek rebate. Exactly. Again, I was looking at Elton John comes here multiple times. I'm not worried about Elton John. I'm seeing Elton. He's coming. Oh, Elton comes multiple times, all right. Yeah, he does, especially wearing that duck outfit. Uh, guys, best of all, if you hop on Seat Geek, just download the app because all our listeners, like Joe just said, get a $20, they get $20 off their first Seat Geek purchase. Just download the Seat Geek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. We're, we're moving along here, No Chill. Great. Oh, yeah. I, that's what I said. That's I, You know, EJ just suggested we go to games and kneel. And that's what I said. I said I... I don't want to do that personally, but... Uh, well, okay. You don't have... Well, look, you don't have to be part of our crew. Um, but... Uh, I'll be with the Shaboran crew. Yeah. You can stand outside with Papa Shaboring, who didn't go into the game last year because of the anthem thing. This year, he's in. Um, I that's why I said I don't know what, and I still want the answer. And I, I'd like to, I'd like for us to work. I know we were talked about getting Ryan Grant on. I'd even like to try to talk to somebody who's currently in the NFL, somebody that's been outspoken about this stuff, because I want to know what to do. If the answer is like get a like get like reactivate my Facebook account just to start a group and try to get people around the country to kneel together during the anthem to But what are you kneeling for? I'm now kneeling in support of the players who can't kneel. I'm still I'm just kneeling for freedom of speech. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. They can't kneel? Fine, let's all kneel. Let's I want all section one twelve to kneel. Cause then the fucking TV crew's gonna be like, well, and breaking news in the kneeling thing. This whole section of the L.A. Coliseum kneeled for the anthem today, and then Trump's gonna be like, "All oh, those people, they're all out. They're all you're all out of the NFL." I'm like, "I just bought tickets to the game, bro. That's not how it works. You're out. You're not allowed to come to my inauguration the next time. You're not coming. You're disinvited, Brano. You're not allowed to be at the White House. Never. You can't come on a tour. You can't come if you win something. You're never coming." You know, my favorite thing is I. It, it just hit me, and we basically kind of talked about it. My favorite thing of the whole stick to sports, whether it's LeBron or us or whoever, the whole stick to sports thing, it's like you can't stick to sports when the president of the country can't stick to politics. Like, well, like but, you're, but, you're like, getting involved in the sports world. You see what I'm saying? Like people want to say, oh, stick to sports. My point is the whole thing with LeBron was stick to sports. It's like, well. But it's also like the same thing. It's like wh- who's what, – what do we have to – oh, stick to slumlording. Like stick to reality TV. Yeah. Stick to fucking casinos. I mean, Ronald Reagan was an actor. What the fuck are we talking about? Like, there's no, there's no stick to, like, Ronald Reagan was the fucking, the, the gipper. You know what I mean? Like, he used to be the SAG president. Yeah. This isn't a stick to fucking anything situation anymore. You're only, it's all a fucking We're popularity all onions. I say it all the time, right, guys? We're all onions. We've got many layers. Yeah. I'm not just one thing. You should see me on the weekends. I wear some interesting clothes. I'm going to go out in West Hollywood. Dirty sports teaser. Is it Pride Week? Uh, it's Pride Month. Oh, yeah. There was a big Pride event 
down in Venice last week. Yeah, I missed it. I know. I was a little bummed. <laughs> you didn't get to wear your bikini out? I mean, come on. Nothing better than gay dudes hitting on you, right? And you're like, no, I can't. Except straight chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Touche, Joe Prano. Too. Well, you Shit. heard my joke from San Francisco, which is based in reality. I'm a fucking gay icon. The gay community loves me. I like I'm, that bit. I'm a fucking... It's a new bit. Is that a new bit? Like, gay, when gay dudes like go to a police sketch artist and they're like, describe your perfect man. He ends up looking like me with a mustache. He's like, he's got hairy chest, the mustache. You know what I came across the other day? And this is going way back. This is the first big dirty sports bet. I don't know if I have it up, but... The purple hair? No, our first big bet that Prano lost less than a year into the show. Oh, it was when I had to go on Grinder. Joe had to go on Grinder for how many days in New York? A week, and I had to put my real number on there. Yes, and you had to put your real number on there. I Because uh, the Giants lost to the Cowboys. That was the game of the catch. It was Monday. Was it Monday Night Football? Sunday Night Football. Sunday Night Football. Anyway, I came across it's somewhere on my computer. I don't know where it's at. I came across because I had a, I still had a screenshot of your grinder profile. Yeah, and uh, it was so funny because you had your number, but then you had like Eli's the greatest. Like that's no, all it said. I said, I said, say? I said, I'm here to meet New York Giants quarterback Eli Manning. If you're Eli Manning, call this number. If you're not Eli Manning, don't bother. That's a good bet. Yeah, that might have been our best bet we've had. Yeah. The Although bet? now with all the Trump stuff, like I'd really love you to go, get out there with that Make America Great Again gear on. What was that from? What was the bet? I don't I, know, but you the, lost it. I remember that. The bet was that I had to wear it. For a week? No, I thought it was Inauguration Day. Yeah. No. It was like a week. Let's find it. It was definitely a week. And you were like, I'm going to do it at the Women's March. <laughs> no, I said I was going to go Inauguration Day, but remember it was raining and you were like, fuck that. We're not going down there. So I'm putting that on you. Are you sure it was a week? Yeah. Was- you were supposed to wear it around for a week. And you were like, I'm going to fuck down. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a T-shirt. I'm going to get a hat. I'm doing the whole thing. I, I do. I have a T-shirt and a hat. It's time, bro. And if I remember correctly, don't quote me on this, one of your loopholes was that, like, oh, I'll, I'll wear it during Andy's Little Beach workout, like, for the hour, two hours that you're there. No, I didn't want to do it during that. Uh, you're I saying I wanted to? Because that, that was going to be your little, I'll wear it there for a week. Well, somebody's going to have to go back into the archives. I remember it was like everywhere you went for a week. I had to wear the Trump stuff. Yeah. I would get accosted now. Well, you should have you done it early in this presidency. I mean, that would be a way to die, right? Over a bet. <laughs> <laughs> like... Podcast, thirty-six-year-old podcasting comedian Andy Ruther found dead after he's wearing Trump stuff. Not because he supported him, because of a bet he had to pay it from two years earlier yeah. to Joe Prano, who's now who's now overtaking the show. Who's what do they say? I feel like you're already dented from this incident. No, I was trying to say when someone dies, they're left with what? What's the saying? Survive by. S- Andy survived by EJ Gomez and Trevor Nickel <laughs> on the Dirty Sports Podcast. Survived by his two sons, Puerto Rican EJ Gomez. That's what I was trying to say. Dude, we got to talk about this Mexico. Dude, World Cup, bro. Yeah, what's going on? Good World Cup news. 
First of all, we have confirmed. Hold on. I got it. Do you guys care about the World Cup? Is there any care? EJ's in. Trevor's no. In for what, this story? Yeah. You're in for this story. I don't even know what it says. Report, Mexico's World Cup squad hosts around 30 prostitutes at pre-World Cup party. Great. Everybody knows I'm pro-prostitute. Members of the Mexico national team reportedly I'm joined... I'm so pro-prostitute. Yeah. This came out today. And prostitute. Members of the Mexico national team were reportedly joined by around 30 <laughs> prostitutes. This would a, be a, like if this was the USA team, it'd be like, it's over. Mexico's, yeah, we did it. No, wait until you hear the story. <laughs> Th- that's why nothing's happening to these guys. This is, what, this is what I love. Joined by around 30 prostitutes at a farewell party ahead of the 2018 FIFA World Cup. This was last Saturday after they defeated Scotland in the, yeah, uh, fuck the, Scotland. In the big stadium. The Gossip Magazine noted that including nine nine players, including, all right, we're going to see Ruther Spanish, including Guillermo Ochoa, forward Raul Jimenez, defender Carlos Salcido, midfielder Marco Fabian, and brothers Jonathan and Giovanni Dos Santos were in attendance. Damn, I crushed that. What? Jimenez was off? Jimenez? Jimenez, Jimenez, whatever. Tomato, tomato. They were all in attendance at a private compound in the Mexico capital, in the Mexican capital. This is what I love. Officials have said, like Prano just alluded to, none of the squad will be sanctioned because the event took place on their own time. Yeah, great. Guillermo Cantu. This is why I'm moving to Mexico. No, listen to this quote. Guillermo Cantu, a general secretary of the Mexican Football Federation, said, a free day is a free day. And those are the risks that one runs with freedom. <laughs> this is why I'm moving to Mexico. That's fucking freedom. It's pretty amazing. None of those girls were on their knees while they were giving blowjobs, were they? Absolutely not. They're all being sanctioned. <laughs> San- oh, so many sanctions. The most sanctions. It's going to be the best, too. Sad what happened. Sad. I like Prano doing Trump. I like this. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm rooting for Mexico now. This is it. I needed a World Cup team. Now I got one. I'm going to be honest. So am I. I'm rooting in Mexico. And I have I have a Mexico t-shirt that I bought. Great. When I went to the World Cup or when I went to the USA-Mexico game at the Rose Bowl. Yo, fool. I'm, I'm so much more significantly interested in the World Cup suddenly, bro. Me too, bro. The country that I'm moving to is pro-prostitute. It's on, bro. Mexico. Viva Mexico. Fuck yeah. I care more about this World Cup than I've ever cared about a World Cup. I'm all for Team Mexico, too. I yeah. thought the exact same thing 100%. today. 100%. Where is this World Cup? Brazil? No. Uh, Russia. Russia? Fuck. I was like, we should go. SeatGeek! <laughs> 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 I wonder if SeatGeek works in Russia. You see what they're doing in Russia? You probably didn't see no. this. I saw this headline. They're killing stray dogs in the street in Russia. Yeah, awful, to, awful to, people. Yeah, they're awful people to clean it up before tourists arrive for the World Cup. Because you know how how tourists hate dogs. <laughs> oh, fucking idiots. What the fuck is wrong with that country? But see, this is where, this is where I do appreciate America. We, we ain't killing dogs, bro. Yeah. We're carrying them in our purses to brunch. Yeah, we got to stop that, too. I told you, that's my new thing. I tweeted that out. My new thing is like... I, I know. Wa- I was setting you up, bro. <laughs> you were setting me up? I yeah. appreciate that. I want to start a new, like, you know, everybody talks about adopting dogs, which is great, and I refuse to use the term rescue, all that other shit. Why? You are rescuing them from death. Well, no, <laughs> you're, you're adopting mm, yeah. them. Yeah. You're adopting them. 
You're also rescuing them from death. Well, you're adopting them. Yeah. I, I just don't like the term rescue. I think of a superhero, like I was rescued. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, my point is this. I want to start. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I, we got it. We got to cover this. Let's say you're out doing Andy's little beach workout, right? Yeah. Which I saw you doing the other you, day. Joe caught me yesterday, guys. It's never happened before. He has before. a fanny pack. It's stop. not a. It's not. Hold on. It's not a. No, gra- grab it. It's it. it it's not doing? a fanny pack. Go on the top of my. Fu- go on Why the top of my. Got a fanny pack and a it, bandana. It's what? it's not a fanny pack. No, it the, is the a fanny pack. The bandana is to wipe off my doing? sweat. <laughs> Trevor, you're wearing a winter hat inside. It's seven. It's seventy degrees out, and you're wearing. It's a warrior's winter hat. It's and called it's su- fashion. It is bro. super hot in here. Yeah, Trevor. It's, it's called fashion, bro. Fashion. You dress like I used to dress. It's not fashion. If you want real fashion, you get this flag and anthem gear. Which, by the way, you can get 25% off, Joe Prater. Yeah. If you go to flagandanthem.com, look at my fresh brick jeans. Yeah, there's that. You, you can toss that for the camera. I see you're wearing flag and anthem jeans. Flag and anthem jeans, indeed. Love Guys, me some flag and anthem. Flag and anthem. We just got. We just put in our orders for our new summer gear. It's the only flag and anthem I salute is flag and anthem clothing line. That's right. Go to flagandanthem.com right now because if you put in twenty, I'm sorry, if you put in promo code dirty, you get twenty five percent off your first order. Twenty five percent. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing. No fanny packs, sadly. I'm on flagandanthem.com. No, but just go to flagandanthem.com, drop in promo code DIRTY. You get 25% off that order. Trevor. Get you some summer stuff. It, they got some new it's shorts. It's on top of the hamper. They got some new shorts turn, on turn there, the which on, I like. Yeah. They got uh, some great T-shirts. It's not a fanny pack. Yeah, that's it. No, it's what you put your belt in. Toss that's it, it right me. there, right? I'll, I'll put it on camera. The, the, this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it's what fucking runners wear. You guys don't know shit about running. <laughs> what you, the it, fuck is that? It's called a flip belt. You guys it's don't know shit. It's a fanny pack. It's not a fanny pack. Oh, you put no, your, it's not a fanny pack. It's just what is it? You put your keys and your phone in it when you run. Wow. What do you what, mean? Wow. Where else what, am I gonna put them? When what I would run? you? What would like it? Right. You have pockets yeah. in your shorts? Now, hold on, watch. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> now you guys understand. It's a fanny pack, right? <laughs> what is a fanny pack? It's an athletic fanny pack. It's on your fanny, and you're it, packing shit in it. It looks like if your waistline had a like strain, and you would put that on there to like. You want to zoom in on this? It's, no. It's, <laughs> I think it, we it, can see from here that it's clearly a, some sort of athletic dry fit fanny pack. It's, that's not a fanny pack. Yeah, exactly. It's an athlete, athletic and fanny pack do not go together. This is just a. It's like a waistband that you put on again. And what do you keep in there? Like your I put phone, my phone, like your keys, and my keys. <laughs> Because the shorts, I wear runner so shorts, which don't thing, have pockets, bro. So if you're a serious is, runner like Andy Reuter, <laughs> they don't have pockets. So the things that you keep in a fanny pack. <laughs> it's not a fucking fanny pack, bro. Except it Go is to, in the same spot on your body as a fanny pack and holds the same things as a fanny pack. It's not a fucking fanny pack. <laughs> I mean, you can keep saying that. You just need to offer an argument. And what's wrong with the bandana? The this, is the, this is to wipe my sweat when I run. How did we get on this? Because you saw me. You caught me, I guess, according to you, doing uh, Andy's little beach workout. You, I had a great point that came with Andy doing his little beach workout, but we've long since lost it. I don't oh, know. I remember what it was. Let's say you're doing Andy's little beach workout, right? And you're, you're running along the beach with your fanny pack, and... You got you got your you got your little fanny pack on and you're going and you look out in the water and you just see a dog drowning. Do you go you get that dog? 
Yeah, you're rescuing that dog. Yeah, you're, you're rescuing him from dying. <laughs> That's so, exactly he's my so point. He's so now about his little fanny pack. It's not yeah. a fucking what, fanny what, pack. What, hey, why? Hey, why? Why? He's you like, so it is not a fanny pack. <laughs> is, 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 why are you so sensitive? Coming from Trevor. Oh, Trevor. See, Trevor's learning something from Joe Prano versus Internet Trolls. He's like, find their chink in the armor and exploit it. I'm not sensitive. I just don't think it's a fanny pack. In my opinion, it's not a fanny pack. Okay. But you're pretty upset about it, too. You are really sensitive about it. No, I'm just because I never had heard. Again, I. Okay, so you know where I got this? In fact, wait, hold on. The other day. And I think this, I think this maybe even happened on air. I suggested you get a fanny pack, and you were like, "I have a fanny pack." No, I said I should get one because they're fashionable. I was joking. I didn't say I had a fanny pack. Oh yeah, I thought I thought I might have one because they said because <laughs> oh, no, no, that's, no, that's maybe one. <laughs> no, because they said a bunch of dirtballs sent me a bunch of funny stuff as uh, you know, sheriff of Savage Town, and I think a fanny tap, a fanny pack might have been sent as well. No, where I got this, remember I ran the Nashville Marathon. Yes, sir. Okay, I ran half of it, then I walked half of it, let's be honest. (laughs) Uh, When you go to these big marathons, they all sell these things for runners. Again, you're running a long time. You need somewhere to put your phone. If you wear, like you saw me the other day, I was wearing runner shorts. Those are runner shorts. Were they short? I under, by the way, I understand the purpose of a fanny pack and why people wear them. Stop telling me about the purpose of a fanny pack. You're shaming me right now. I'm not. Sh- Why? I just said you had a fanny pack. Why you're, does it matter? You're just being very sensitive about it. Yeah, so. you're being sensitive about it. It says on. <laughs> yeah, fanny pack. The is label like, it says flip belt. Yeah, fanny pack is like a tissue, and flip belt is like Kleenex. It's like a name brand of the other thing. I love that thing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, of course Wait. you do. In fact, in fact, I've lost enough weight. I need to get a smaller one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe get one with a clip and an adjustable belt size so then you don't have to buy a new one every time you lose weight. <laughs> don't tell me what to do, Prano. <laughs> I still have that freedom. <laughs> I want to talk about the new Forbes list for highest paid athletes. Great. Who's on it? Four soccer players, a golfer, Hold and on. then Le- LeBron see, James. Let's see if you let's see <laughs> Is if that you, pretty close? Let's see if you can guess. Yeah. So Forbes released their list of uh Highest paid athletes. Yeah. Who's number one, Joe Prano? Is this, uh, by the way, is this just... 2018. I'm sorry, 2017. Is this just their contracts or is this... Everything. Everything. Endorsements. Who was the highest grossing athlete in 2017? Uh, The handsome soccer guy. Ronaldo? No. No? Give you three tries. Uh, Messi? No. No? Uh, I don't know. Who's the other big fucking soccer guys? Think think of all athletes. Um, That's a Not... Who made the most money in 2017? I mean, it's got to be a foreign guy, right? No, it's an American. Really? Floyd Mayweather? Yep. Really? Floyd Mayweather. Oh, yeah, well, but he, had the, he did have the one big fight this year. He made year. $285 million last year. Wow. $275 in earnings off winnings and uh, $10 million in endorsements. You were close. Messi was number two. He made $111 million. Cristiano Ronaldo is three at $108 million. There you go. McGregor four at ninety nine million, Neymar five at ninety, LeBron LeBron, LeBron yeah. six. I mean four soccer players. So fucking Steph. Listen to who's in this, the top ten. Steph Curry made seventy six point nine million at eight. Matt Ryan made sixty seven point three million last year. And coming in at number ten, Matthew Stafford because of his deal made. 
$59.5 million because they, wow. they all that guaranteed money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I saw someone. McGregor and fucking Mayweather. Just their fight. Just, just their fight puts them in the top four. Just their McGregor fight. didn't do anything last year but that fight, right? And the, he got $14 million in endorsements, too. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's a lot of money, but I'm just saying. Of the 200, 200 million or whatever. So I woke up. And I, and I had seen this earlier. I saw this yesterday, but I woke up and it was Twitter moments. You know, Forbes releases their list, and of course, of course, it's like it's one of those things where I woke up at like eight a.m. and I wanted to go after this cheddar dick, but I was like, oh, am I going to start a? Who bat? is it? Darren Rovell? No, it was somebody like not one. This is the first time ever. Not one female has made the top one hundred. It's the first time ever. Okay. And some cheddar dick was like, this only you know, it's always the fucking like. Male feminist. It wasn't. Oh. It wasn't a female. He's Almost like, as bad as the white female feminist. Almost as bad. Almost the male as bad. Feminist. Yeah. The male feminist is worse. Uh, somebody put it up. I forget who it was. Might have been Michael Costa. I don't want to give credit where credit is not due, but somebody put up a fantastic one that said male feminist plus time equals sex sex sexual assault allegation. That's a great fucking tweet. Yeah. That's a funny tweet. Yeah, it was some dude who, of course, made Twitter moments who had like 4,000 retweets or some shit. And again, that was the headline is that the, this is the first time ever yeah. that not one female has been in the top 100. And Serena would always, always do it, but she took time off last year because you know, she had a kid. So this dude tweets like, this is only highlighting the discrepancy between. It's like, no, dude, you know what it's highlighting? No one watches the WNBA. Sorry, yeah. bro. Yeah. Or, or women's soccer, obviously. Or women's boxing, obviously. Or women's UFC, obviously. Or anything besides women's tennis, honestly. It's capitalism. It's what happens. But it's the same way with movie stars. The female movie star who fucking generates revenue at the box office makes more money than a lot of male stars. It's fine. It's it's fucking how things work. Yeah. Just blows my mind that that uh, I mean that that list is the definition of capitalism because when you look at it, the guy at the top is a an athlete that works only for himself, not with a team, and he makes the most money. Yeah. If he had to split that pay-per-view revenue with the five other shitheads on the Cavs, he wouldn't be anywhere near the fucking top of that list. Yeah. Uh, soccer? I don't give a single fuck about soccer. I didn't even know the handsome soccer guy's name. I didn't want to say Ronaldinho because I knew it was not right. And I don't give a fuck, but the world does. You want to hear the youngest on the list? Sure. The top five youngest earners. This I think Bryce this is, Harper? No. The Greek Freak? Mm-hmm. Jordan Spaeth? How old is Jordan Spieth? Spieth? Okay, Spieth. Spieth. See? Don't care about golf either. Uh, How old is Jordan Spieth? I don't know. It doesn't say their age, which yeah. sucks. Number three is Bradley Beal. Number four is Andre Drummond. Number five is Steven Adams. Wow. Steven Adams made $23.5 million last year. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. But that's that's just the youngest that are in the top 100. Yeah. I know. 
Anyway, that's the fucking show. We've covered it all. We have some calls? Uh, I think we're dealing with time constraints at this point. Okay. We, we didn't really have that many calls. So, uh, yeah. But you guys can always call in. 310-359-8365. The hotline will be there forever. Name that movie, EJ. Forever. Come on, EJ. You're in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just because of that, I'm not even going to attempt to name this. But I love, but I love the look that he, he – hold on to the mic. He knows it. I love the, the look you just gave me. Like, bro, you did horrific and does the intern know. When did I ever say I didn't do horrific? But you're giving me a look now, and I'm asking you what that is. No, like, it was more like you said we're on time constraints, and then you added more time to this thing. Well, we always got time to rip on the interns, you know? <laughs> No hint. You're you're in that movie. I'm not. I'm not even gonna guess. I'm telling you. You know what it is. <laughs> no, no. You actually don't know. No. <laughs> Give it to Trevor. Trevor's disappointed in you. What movie is that? It's a Sandlot. Yeah. Benny the Jet. Nothing. <laughs> so this whole time, Benny the Jet. I'm trying. That nickname would never you never made sense to you. Like what? Where'd that? This is like the fanny pack thing all over again. Can you get out of here? All right, guys. That's the show. My boy Prano here on my left. He's going to be leaving me a bunch. Yeah. What, what Have you thought about what you're going to do while I'm gone? Yeah. I have a fucking centaur of you that I'm going <laughs> to fucking put up where you sit, and then I'm just going to look at that and talk to that. And and I'll call in. Yeah. And maybe we can get somebody to make the mouth move for the YouTube show. I'm not even joking about that. <laughs> I don't know if, if Charlie or... Uh, Nick D can do that, but yeah, that'd be pretty fun. That'd be awesome. Well, come see me. I'll be in Tahoe next week, 13th through the 17th. Harvey's, uh, Improv at Harvey's. And then uh, New York after that. Just added some great shows. Greenwich Village Comedy Club, uh, Gotham Comedy Club for some crazy VR, virtual reality show. That sounds uh, amazing. Empire City Casino, Mets at uh, Pirates at Mets, New Jersey Stress Factory the following weekend, then back here, and then the two weeks up in uh, two weekends up in Washington, one in one in uh, Lake Chelan, and then uh, Bingle Fest in Monroe, Washington. If you're out by Joe, go see him, support him. Yeah. I know he'd love to meet you guys. He'd love to take pictures with you guys. I, I met a dirtball the other day. He hit me up, Stephen. He was looking for you too. I took a picture with him. Do you tell him I was out in the ocean giving a tubes? South Koreans, a surf lesson? I told him you were giving a surf, surf lesson to two Asians. I didn't know they were Koreans. Yeah. Now, what was their opinion on Did they think I had a fanny pack or not? Because they uh, saw well, me. Well, the, the girl did had no opinion because she didn't speak English at all. So how'd that go and for And the dude was just trying not to drown. So I don't think he was concerned. He was like, is this a fanny pack of water? Because, yeah, no, it was interesting. He really wanted to learn to surf. I, I got I to gotta give him credit. He tried. Real hard. I should I should probably start learning at some point, right? Yeah. I've lived here way too long. Great, that's just what I need, a surfboard in this place. Like, there is no room in my apartment. Uh, yeah, guys, follow Joe on Twitter, at oh. Fix Your Life. Yeah. You can follow me, at Andy Ruther, uh, or a show at The Dirty Sports. You can follow the interns here at EJ Gomez or Trevor underscore Nickel. We got some great iTunes reviews this week. I want to give you guys uh, much props for that. Thank you. Again, if you drop that Twitter handle, you get an automatic follow back. And uh, I want to plug I want to plug Dent Report. I thought if you guys want to get non-sports stuff, I thought we I had a great interview with Lance Bass, which went way into everything from 
in sync to the music business to Donald Trump. And I thought I thought he he shared his Cisco story is amazing. It's, it alone is worth the listen. I didn't get that far, but I like I said, it was a great episode. My my favorite part was like I, the the quote of yours where you said we're not that free. Really, again, I was like my little bird learned to fly. Look at him out there. I said that on the show one time. You're like, where are you going for more freedom than this, bro? <laughs> I had to start listing countries. I didn't say it like that. I still think we're very free compared to a lot of countries. That, but that's a whole other discussion. But Lance, listen, to, listen to the Dem report with Lance. Lance well, I'll, I'll, just, I'll tease it a little more. Donald Trump used to call Lance. I heard per- that part. Personally, to get him on The Apprentice, which I thought was fascinating. Anyway, guys. Thanks for all the love, and uh, yeah, guys, we're going to keep doing our thing, so uh, let us know how you feel on uh, Twitter. I love reading Joe going back and forth with people on DM. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, Dirtballs, thanks for listening to the show, and most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.